Our first scripture reading comes from the book of Philippians, chapter 1, verses 1 through 11. Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus, to all the saints in Christ Jesus at Philippi, together with the overseers and deacons, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God every time I remember you. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. It is right for me to feel this way about all of you, since I have you in my heart, for whether I am in chains or defending and confirming the gospel, all of you share in God's grace with me. God can testify how I long for all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. And this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight, so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless until the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ, to the glory and praise of God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our gospel reading is found in the Gospel of John, chapter 15, verses 9 through 17. Jesus said, As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you obey my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have obeyed my Father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything that I learned from my Father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. Then the Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. This is my command, love each other. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Well, brothers and sisters, grace and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. You know, if you're ever wondering where those words, those words of blessing that we begin sermons with quite a bit, if you're ever wondering where those come from, they come right here from the book of Philippians. That's the blessing that Paul proclaims to the church that's meeting in Philippi, God's holy people who are there. So it's a wonder that we get to be called part of that church. And that's really what we're looking at today, the joy that is ours in partnership. The joy that is ours in knowing the power of the team into which God has called us that is his church. There's a phrase we're using a lot right now, we're all in this together, right? And the truth is in the church, we are truly all in this together all the time. And that's, that's wonderful. And that brings us such joy. And you start to think about who's on the team and you realize how remarkable this team is. Now, I don't know what you've been doing during this COVID crisis, but I know a lot of people watched the musical Hamilton when it came out on Disney Plus during this time. And some people like it, some people don't. Some people don't appreciate the music. Some people don't appreciate the language that's in there. 
But nevertheless, uh, one of the things that's important in the musical, one of the themes in the musical is, is how amazing it is that this group of people, we call the Founding Fathers, this group of people was assembled together for this moment in order to birth a new nation. And it begs a question, right, whether the moment made the people or the people made the moment. But nevertheless, it, it speaks and points to the power of teams and the power of the right people being together in the right moment. It speaks to the power of the people being together to do the task that is in front of them. There is power in partnership. There's power in, in partners in the gospel. There's power in partnership of God's people being together in that moment. And one of the reasons I, I think the church is so powerful is because it's God who calls us together. It's God who calls us into that fellowship with one another, into this community with one another, and there's power in this partnership. Paul writes about it. It's subtle at first, but it's a significant part of the book of Philippians, of what it means for us to be together and to be the church together. Just listen to how he starts. He starts off, Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus. They're the ones who are writing the letter, but you notice that Paul doesn't go it alone. Paul won't go it alone. Instead, he has Timothy helping him. This letter is from the two of them so that both of them together, both Paul and Timothy, might encourage the faith of the Philippians. Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus. Then he says, to all God's holy people in Christ Jesus at Philippi. Who's it to? This community of believers in the town called Philippi. God's holy people, they're called. And then it says, with the overseers and deacons. And those are words in the New Testament to describe pastors. And we can make all sorts of jokes about the fact that, that Paul and, and Timothy break out pastors from God's holy people. But I think the word with is really important. That they're all together in this church. The overseers, the deacons, the holy people of God. Paul and Timothy write to them. And this is the first blessing that they have. The blessing that I opened with. Grace and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. He speaks right away of the relationship of God the Father and of the Lord Jesus Christ. The relationship which we know is the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit as God reveals himself that way. As he gives us grace and peace, we see the relationship. The relationship that God has even among himself. This team is starting to grow larger, isn't it? God at the center. The holy people of God who are assembled with the, the overseers and deacons being written to from Paul and Timothy. This team is getting larger. You start to see the power of this partnership. And what does he do? He gives thanks for them. It's, I think, the most lovely words in all of Paul's writing. And I use that adjective intentionally, lovely, because I think they are beautiful words that encourage the church of God. I thank my God, Paul writes, every time I remember you. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. Paul is thankful for these people. And he's thankful, he's thankful for a couple of specific reasons. The first one I, I just alluded to as I, as I read that partnership in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. The word that we might, we might assign to that is consistency. The people of God are consistent. The church at Philippi is consistent. They've been with him from the first day and he's confident that they'll be with him to the last day. And that consistency brings joy. Paul is thankful for it. And then he continues, it's right for me to feel this way about you. 
since I have you in my heart. And whether I'm in chains or defending and confirming the gospel, all of you share in God's grace with me. All of you share in God's grace with me. He's not only thankful for their, for their consistency, but he, he is encouraged by their very existence. That when he's going through the most difficult moments of his ministry, the moments when he's imprisoned, moments when he's defending the gospel against all odds, he's encouraged because he remembers that the Philippians are out there, that they're faithful, that that is an encouragement to him. It's an encouragement to know that he's not alone, but that they're in this together. And then... Paul, giving thanks for them, says this, verse 9, This is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight, so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. He, he wants them to know his prayer for them. He wants the best for them. He wants them to continue growing, not only in love, but also in the wisdom that will enrich that love, will enable them to bear fruit for the gospel. Paul is encouraged and joyful because of their existence. He's, he's joyful because they're consistent, and he wants the best for them like any good friend would. And that team that's put together, that team we see is so powerful for the sake of the gospel because God has called them together. God's called them together for that specific purpose. And powerful partnerships equal powerful teams. I think of some of the great teams of history, not just sports teams. I mean, teams that have accomplished pretty amazing things, some great tasks. One of the ones that comes to my mind right away is NASA, the Apollo 11 launch. Now, this is the second time I've mentioned NASA in my sermons recently. I don't know why it's on my brain so much. Maybe it's because of all the SpaceX stuff. A private company launching to space is pretty amazing to me. But I think of that group of Apollo 11 people, of all those who were involved in that, of putting someone on the moon and returning him safely back to Earth. And I'm amazed by that. I'm amazed at that collection of people and of the brain power that was there to make that happen. That was a powerful team. Ours is a powerful team as well. And it's powerful not just because of the brain power that's in the church, but also because of the one who calls us together. The one who's at the center of all things, Jesus Christ. That he's the one who calls us into this team, into this powerful partnership for the sake of the gospel. It's he who calls us that we might bear witness to his name. That we might call upon him and be rejoicing with all those people who are a part of this family of faith, this team of faith, this partnership of the gospel. In fact, it's written about in Hebrews chapter 12. Hebrews 12 says this, we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. In fact, this is how it reads. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. We're surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. A great cloud of witnesses that transcends time and space. It's all of those that God has called together in this powerful partnership, this powerful team that is the church. The powerful team that declares the presence and existence of God and his work in the world. The powerful team that declares that Jesus Christ and through Jesus Christ, salvation is available. It's a team that forgives. It's a team that is forgiven by Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the center of it. The reason for our existence. It's a remarkable team. And so, so who are you most excited to be part of the team with? 
Who's the one that makes you the most glad, the most joyful? Is it, is it the Apostle Paul himself? And you think of his conversion and the way he went from being star pupil but opposed to the ways of God to being converted on the Damascus Road into this powerful force for the gospel, the one through whom the gospel would spread throughout the empire, the one who would write or have a hand in a significant portion of the New Testament. Is it Paul that you're most joyful to be in partnership with? Or is it somebody like Priscilla, one whom Paul greets in one of his letters, one who's written about in the book of Acts? Priscilla, who's who has a house church meeting in her home, who along with her husband Aquila demonstrate hospitality for the church and encourage and nourish faith of the people who are there. Is Priscilla one who you're glad to be on the team with? Or maybe you expand and you go beyond just those in the New Testament. You think of the ways that God has always called this family of faith together, this partnership of faith together to declare his existence. And you think of somebody, you think of somebody like the prophet Isaiah. The prophet Isaiah, who, who had difficult words to proclaim to the people of God, but who also pronounced some of the most amazing, comforting words in all of the scriptures, like Isaiah 40. Comfort, comfort my people. Tell them that their warfare now is over. Or maybe, maybe from the Old Testament, it's somebody like Miriam. But to be sure, we know a lot more about her brother Moses. We know about Miriam too, and and her faithful song to the people were, were led out of slavery in Egypt. And as the Israelites danced and rejoiced in the work of God, it was Miriam leading that song. Who are you most glad to be part of a team with? That team which transcends time and space. That, that team that has always declared the existence and work of God in the world. That team that declares that in Jesus Christ and in him alone is salvation. And salvation is available to all. I'm glad to be a part of all of the team with all of those people. You know, I want you to keep that in mind for a second because I want to change gears just a little bit. As we think about who we're glad to be on the same team with, uh, I, I think of the, the company Chipotle. Some of you probably eat there. Some of you maybe won't eat there. But Chipotle, when they first kind of were, were opening stores, they opened a store in the community where we were living. They used to have stories on the back of their cups. And I think they were called a people we're glad to know. They told little stories of the people who were in their supply chain or affiliated with their company. They're really amazing stories, great stories, just little snippets. But enough for you to hear this person say, I'm kind of glad that you know that person too. So when I think about that, I think about this great team of faith, this powerful team of faith into which God has called us, this this gift that is church. I, I think about who I'm glad to be a part of the family of faith at Cornerstone with. And there are lots of people that I could mention. And as soon as you mention any name, you're inevitably going to leave names off. And there are so many of you that I'm thankful for. But I just want to name a couple. I just want to name a few names today. The first name I want to mention is the name Bob Stanton. Some of you know Bob who worship in Carmel. And Bob is not only a, uh, an intelligent person, but also a fun person to be around. But the reason why I'm most glad to be on Bob's team is because Bob is genuine in his faith. And he, he speaks about some of his difficulties and challenges. But not only that, he's also one who will stick around to listen to yours. In fact, one of the things that I've been most encouraged by Bob is no matter how long it's been since I've seen him last time, he always asks me how I'm doing and I believe him. I'm glad to be on the same team with Bob. I'm glad to be on the same team called together by Jesus at Cornerstone with Bob. Well, 
I'm also glad to be on the same team, family of faith at Cornerstone with, with somebody named Jackie Gerline. Again, some of you who worship in Fishers know Jackie, and the thing that always, always marks Jackie for me is her wisdom. It's the way that she can apply her life experiences, and the way that she'll speak them in a loving way to those who are there and those to whom she has been given to care. She's been a mentor, mop, a mentor mom for mops. She's been one who's been an encouragement to me with her wisdom. She was instrumental in getting this site, this site here in Fisher started, working with a team of people. Her faithfulness and her wisdom, her care for other people, that's, that's what makes me glad to be on the same team, the family of God, the team of God here at Cornerstone with Jackie Gerline. And I would be remiss if any list that I made of people that I'm glad to know and glad to be a part of a team with here at Cornerstone didn't include Lynn Grant. Lynn is, is a remarkable guy, a guy who can, who can take my kids fishing, and he's done that, and sit and have a conversation with men 40 years his junior and, and, and listen to their stories and converse with them and be comfortable in any one of those situations. And Lynn is so remarkable. He's remarkable in the heart that he has for the lost and the ways that he will reach out to them, even people that come here to worship and get plugged in, make sure that they get plugged in or at least introduced to others. And, and the thing that I think I'm most glad to know Lynn for is his persistence. He worked hard to to get the garden started here in Fishers, the garden which has led to lots of people being fed from the produce and all the people that have been working on it. He was part of a team for that. Lynn is also the reason why we have name tags here in Cornerstone and Fishers, so that, as he said, so that everyone would be able to know each other's names or at least having a fighting chance at knowing each other's names. And he was persistent about that, knowing that names are important. Well, I could keep telling stories about Lynn, and, and I could keep telling stories about Jackie, and I could keep telling stories about Bob, and I could name some of the people that I haven't named, like Pastor Dan and Tricia Statler, like Dan Calabrese, like Andy and Leisha, like Andrew Osborne, like all the people who have been working to make this happen, so many other names that I could mention, people that I'm glad to be part of the family of faith with, glad of the powerful team that declares the existence and work of Jesus Christ, that salvation is available to all. That's why we're called together as the family of God. I'm glad to be part of the family of God at Cornerstone. And I'm guessing you are too. And so I wanna, I wanna ask you to do something. This week I want you to encourage somebody else. Just reach out to them and let them know that you're glad that they're part of the powerful team of God that he has assembled. It doesn't have to be a lot of words. It doesn't have to just be people at Cornerstone. But allow others to share your joy at being part of the team of God. I know I am. And so I, I can say this boldly and with confidence. I thank my God every time I remember you. In all my prayers, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel of Jesus Christ. For his glory, amen.